Hi, I'm Matthew Shimelo. Welcome to the Money Masterclass where we teach you to make, manage, and multiply money. On this platform, it is the vision to really challenge you to excel in the financial realm. You know, every waking moment, we pursue finance. We jam the streets of our city with our cars on our way to work. We jam the streets again on our way from work. Many work so hard and see very little. In this episode, I'll continue something we started last week about waging war against the spirit of poverty. It's a whole book I wrote, and I'm teaching from that book. But for you to get much more than this few minutes in today's episode, make sure you go to my website, matthewashimlo.com, and, and uh, make sure you register there and follow me. Also, you can follow me on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. On YouTube, like, subscribe, and hit that like button. Very, very important because the principles I'm bringing to you have capacity to deliver to you what university education cannot deliver. Talking about university, did you near, have you realized that from play school to nursery, from nursery to primary, from primary to secondary, secondary to all tertiary education, you were never, never really taught how to make money. All you were taught is either one single subject, ge geography, history, biochemistry, physics, etc. But nobody ever really gave you the principles for wealth creation. That's what the Money Master Class is about. And it's a master class because we will take out that which you need and pass it on to you. I've been talking about poverty and we started last week. Today, let me share with you what I call the manifestation of that spirit of poverty. The spirit of poverty gives rise to fights and arguments within the family and among friends. <laughs> I've been there. I know it. Families that have poverty fight more, argue more. Yeah, people who have wealth do fight. But the worst fight is often around the lack of money the lack of enough finance to carry out dreams and vision have caused husbands and wives to argue over the smallest of amounts. A poverty spirit also uh, makes you to have a lack of, a, 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 a lack in all areas, lack of enough comfort, lack of health, lack with the place you live, the kind of people you hang out with. You're unable to take care of yourself when, it, when you get to experience some health issue when there is a lack. Because even hospitals and medicines are according to people's ability to afford. How many have even passed on and died because of the inability to pay for drugs to treat things as simple as malaria. Or people who have been told, oh man, young sir, you have prostate. And because he saw the kind of money, he decided he wants to drink local herbs and never found a way out of it. And he passed on. Poverty will tell a man he cannot survive. He does not have enough strength for the challenge ahead. That's what poverty does. When a man is under the influence and power of poverty, he feels that if he does not lose anything, then he's winning. He says, ah, man no die, man no rotten. He thinks, well, if I don't lose anything, then I'm winning. But that's not true because that attitude actually makes you to know how to manage poverty. 
One of the reasons many people never come out of poverty is that they know how to manage it well. It, and this is a devaluation of life and a devaluation of your person. You were made for, for dignity. You were made for dominion. You were made to experience grace and blessing in life. No man was ever made to be junk. Everyone was made to be achievers. But somehow the challenges of life, the spirit of poverty beats people down and makes them come up with philosophies that are not true. The spirit of poverty makes a man feel a sense of lack in every area. The spirit of poverty makes a man feel he's not good enough to show love and never feels a sense of fullness, but emptiness and lack all the time. And this is not the best for you. You, you are somebody who can achieve. There's greatness in you. And uh, God does not create junk. You are not junk. You are gifted. Poverty will make a man say, I could never do that. I'm not smart enough. I will never succeed. Good things do not ever happen to people like me. It only happens to other people. But that's a poor mindset. If you can therefore stay with me in this journey on making, managing, and multiplying money, the money masterclass, it is the vision to teach how to start your own enterprise, how to achieve the rules of money, how to make finance come to you, how to come out of lack and poverty, how to create wealth, not just for yourself, but for generations to come. A poverty spirit will make a man not look for a good job or the right education. You'll just be looking for something uh, that would uh, meet his present need. So he lives from day to day, from day to day, just quenching fires, just enough to pay rent, just enough to feed the family, just enough to pay rent. And listen, stop telling yourself, oh, I was born on the wrong side of the track. You haven't been where I am. You don't know what I'm going through. Listen, I've been there. I know poverty. My parents, my family was so lacking. We ha I have no mental picture of us sitting around a table for, for food. We had no table. Even though my father, when he was a soldier, he also was a skilled man initially in the army who had the ability to make furniture. Never made for his family. In fact, he made it because he was a compulsive gambler and a pool staker. I used to play the pools. Uh, betting on overseas football. If he made the furniture, he'll sell it to be able to have money for the next one. I cannot forget that he even sold my mother's sewing machine just to be able to have money to bet. That's where I'm coming from. And that's why I have a passion to see a generation rise in wealth and create wealth and like to tell you it is possible. The spirit of poverty will tell everyone else, I, I'll say everyone else knows where to go to find help. Everyone else knows what to do to come out of their mess except you. You say, ah, people know what to do. I just, I'm the only one who doesn't know what to do. I just accept, accept where I am. I just accept my life. And then you begin to come up with philosophies. In fact, in my culture, in the Yoruba culture, they will come up with philosophies like, well, this is where life and destiny created you to be. Some are destined to be like this. Accept where you are. But that's not true. God never creates junk. 
if you find yourself struggling with poverty and lack, there are, you see, poverty leaves a footprint. Guess what? Abundance leaves a footprint. Stay with me on this channel. We'll be teaching irrevocable laws of wealth creation. Some of my books which I've written on money. For example, I've written 33 irrevocable laws of wealth creation. Just like the law of gravity. If I do throw this uh, face towel up, I didn't pray for the face towel to come down. It came down by itself because there is an unseen law called the law of gravity that pulls anything within our planet down at a certain speed. Same thing, there are laws for wealth creation. When you obey these laws, wealth comes to you. When you disobey these laws, wealth moves away from you. For example, I've written a book about owning your own company. You know, some people do not realize all their life they work for others. They have never created a platform to receive more. How much can your hand receive? In the beautiful good book called the Bible, in Deuteronomy 28 verses 5 to 12, it talks of three kinds of platforms where wealth can come into. The work of your hand, basket, storehouse. All of your life, all you've presented is hand. How much can your hand handle? Basket is an SME, small and medium enterprise. Storehouse is when you are hiring 40, 50, 1,000 people, 2,000. When you hire that number, the world will look for you. The world will look for you. I was listening to Mr. Innocent of Innocent Motors the other day. Man didn't go past secondary school. And his English may not be as polished as our university professors. But he has 4,000 staff, including MBAs and PhDs. He has created a platform, a storehouse. He moved beyond the limitation of where he was raised. There wasn't money to send him beyond secondary school. He went to learn a trade. That is the way to come out of poverty. I've written books like Perpetuating Wealth for Generations. Stay with me on this channel because I'll be sharing with you how that when you look across the country of Nigeria, in the few years that I've lived on earth, and I'll tell you I've been around a few years, I can only think of three, four families that have created four generations of wealth. Most wealthy people in this nation, it disappears with the second generation. Max, third generations. Just do a mental memory. Look at all the names you used to mention who were wealthy people. Where's the wealth? Where are the children? It's gone because somebody did not know how to perpetuate because there are laws also for making something continue there are laws for making something continue for making it perpetuate so listen to me today the, sp the spirit of poverty will tell will paint a mental picture of an impossible god who is so hard and doesn't answer prayer on time or easily uh, but that's not true the spirit of poverty also will make you be covetous of what other people have and get angry at what they have. I have found that those who are offended by other people's blessing can never move towards that blessing. You will never increase in what you despise. You will never increase in what you despise. If I want to have an amazing knowledge of literature, I need to like the literature 
approach and life of Wale Shoinka and uh, Chinua Chebe and Chimamanda. I cannot despise those people and increase in literature capacity. If I want to increase in wealth, I must understudy the likes of men who have created wealth in the nation. The Dangotes, the Otedolas, and the Maikadenugas, and, and say, what is the footprint of what they created? What is their attitude? And I tell you, I've been in the plane, in the first class cabin once with Aliko Dangote. We're flying from Lagos to London. I don't know why he didn't fly his private jet, but on that day he flew commercial with us. 14 people in the first class cabin. He was the last to sleep. He's the wealthiest man among all of us there, but he was the last to sleep. He was studying the notes of the meeting he's going to. All the people around him, all the millionaires, not Bill, but the millionaires, was asleep before the plane took off. This man was still studying his notes. It was a major message for me. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. Maybe he was going to negotiate a major loan. Maybe he was going to negotiate taking his cement factory to another company, another country. He didn't want to go there and fumble and say, um, I, I, I think, or oh, my staff will come and present. You know, we've had wealthy people in the past who their wealth also disappeared because they managed to create the wealth, but they didn't know how to take it to the next level. By the time they go to such meeting, they say, I let my boy come and talk to you. Have you said everything is good? Very good? No. This man prepared. I was amazed. When we land, it will be Sunday morning. I had to speak on Sunday morning, so I needed to sleep. When I woke by 2 in the morning to go to the bathroom, he was still studying his notes. You know, if you make the kind of money he had, what note? Put the note aside and enjoy the rest of your life. But for him, it is no longer just about making the money. It's about life being fun, work being fun, wealth creation being fun. That's how to break out of poverty.